Like notes through the hourglass, these are the songs of our lives. Welcome to the latest episode of Songs of Our Lives. I'm Brad Rose. I am a musician, a composer, a writer, the founder of Foxy Digitalis, and someone who thinks about sound and music probably far more than is healthy. Each week I have on a guest and I talk to them about the songs and the music that has made Mark, left an impression, all of the above. Um, This week I am really excited to have Nisi Blues, who's debut album exit simulation is out on cranky on november 10th and it is absolutely one of my favorite records of 2023 it is so good i can't recommend it enough this episode was this was so much fun because you know on some of these episodes it'll be somebody that i've known for a while and we have a history and we you know we know each other and it's like old friends having a conversation but other times like this episode we don't know each other at all. We've literally never talked, you know, like, and this was even set up through uh, her publicist who, or the records publicist. And so we had not interacted directly ever before this. So it was like, got on the call and that was us meeting for the first time. And we had so much fun and I learned so much more about uh, Nisi's work and how they got to where they are and all these things. Um, Yeah, it was a delight. A fun kind of side note is that Nisi grew up in Oklahoma. And so that we kind of talked about that a little bit. And I am so determined to like somehow get her homecoming, Oklahoma homecoming show to happen here in Tulsa sometime in 2024. So it's good to have goals. Uh, I don't really do New Year's resolutions, but if I were, that would be one of them. So we recorded this on Zoom a couple weeks ago. Like I said, it was so much fun. I hope you all enjoy it half as much as I did. My guest today is a musician, a singer, a songwriter, and they have made one of my absolute favorite records of 2023 with Exit Simulation. So welcome to the show, Nisi Blues. Hello. How's it going? Big. Thank you. Oh, (laughs) it's yeah. When when I first heard it, it just kind of stopped me in my tracks. So um, I guess yeah. I want to ask about that. Let me, I think one of the things I'd when I was reading about the record, the thing that I keep thinking about is your quote in there that says your first experience with ambient music was church, which I, I really, I'm really curious about that and really interested in that. I was just wondering if you could talk a little bit about that. Yeah. Um, I just remember being in church and like feeling most connected, like when it was praise and worship time. And specifically, like, the worship music, which was, like, you know, this, like, droney kind of slow, swelling guitars and, like, vocalization, a lot of, like, ad-libs and just kind of, like, everyone was going with the flow when it came time for, like, the worship music. And there was always, like, a section towards the end of it that it was, it was just, like, everybody was just, like, 
in it, you know, and I remember feeling like, oh, this just feels like a hug, <laughs> you know? And um, I don't think I, I didn't know what ambient music was until I was like in high school, I think. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to listen to any secular music at all. So, but then I came across that and then I was like, oh, this sounds like, this kind of reminds me of like how I feel when I listen to like worship music at church when it's just like, yeah, swelling and a lot of like delay and like, you know, yeah. So, yeah. So do you feel, I mean, it, so I kind of grew up in church. My, my grandfather was a preacher. Um, and so my, that was my mom's dad, but then my dad was, he was a heathen basically. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I wrote that feeling. Like I never connected a lot with church except for some of the music, like, and those have been things that stuck with me. And so I'm wondering, like, is it, do you feel like those experiences and like that, those, like that's something that sort of you channel into your current music, like that you're writing, like some of the, like those connecting to those feelings and those emotions. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think so. I do. I think it makes it easy to kind of let things flow when I have little structure, like when I'm not trying to work within a certain confine, um, it's, it's, I just find it easier for for things to come out that way. And I think that's pretty much the approach I take with making music is like, I don't necessarily go in typically having an idea. I would like to move in that direction, like be more kind of, you know, but like with this particular record, I didn't, I was just kind of, yeah, I was just making whatever felt good. And um, yeah. What is it like to, so one of the other things among the many things I love about the record is the people who play on it, like the collaborators, it's unbelievable. Like you've got some amazing collaborators on there. Um, Working with some of them in like those sessions, was it kind of like, did you just kind of let people do like do their thing? Yeah, (laughs) it was honestly, I, there's a particular track that has like, um, a lot of like those collaborators you're talking about on there and honestly like i'll speak to that particular track it really took a life of its own i hadn't intended for it to be that it was just i think i had like a bass um production that was just like me on the bass and there was like some synths and then it was like the vocal part um and the guitar part that was looped. And then I was like, you know, it would be nice to have, you know, some sax or something on here. You know, it could be nice to have some flute. So I did reach out. I reached out to my friend um, Isha, Isha Mars, to play the flute. And I was in L.A. and I was like, yeah, come through. And she came. And it was insane. I mean, I did not expect that. Like, she just kind of did. Like, she just kept going. Like, we were like. We got it. But she was like, I'm, she just kept going. And it was just like, I could tell that like the spirit of the song had its own, uh, I don't know what to say, I, how to say it, but I guess it kind of took on a life and it drew people to it. Um, mm-hmm. And so, and I remember I, Kia happened to be in LA at the time and I was like, I remember one time you told me that she played the sax. 
So what if you came and just added some sex on here? And she was like, well, yeah, I'll do it. And so she just came through it and she was just like, I was like, okay, you know, and then Quran, Shahichi, I knew I wanted her to play keys, but she like came and the same thing happened. It just, I didn't, I didn't have a specific direction. I just kind of let them play. And then um, I think I took it, I took just the basic version like that didn't have anything else on it to my friend Duran, Bernard's heart or heart house. And um, I was just playing some other songs and then he stopped at that song and he was like, wait, can you just airdrop that to me real quick? And I was like, sure. Airdropped it right there on the spot. Just started singing on it. I was like, okay, I did. I hadn't had in mind. I didn't think about having another singer in mind to, to sing on it, but it just happened, you know? And um, so, yeah, I think like that's a song that kind of, it just took a life. It just did what it needed to do. And I was in awe of that. So, yeah, I think that was a lesson for me. Like sometimes get out of the way and, let the things, let the things, yeah. let let the things create what they need to create. So, yeah, that's that's got to be an unbelievable feeling to see in real time people respond to something you've made like that. Yeah, it was wild. I mean, I, I'm a deeply spiritual person, and I do feel like that particular song. I that song was the song that I knew I was working on an album. At first, I, I wasn't necessarily working on anybody or anything. I didn't work nothing. But um, when I started working on that song, I was like, maybe I'm making an album. And so it's funny that Full Circle, like that's kind of like the last song that was recorded um, hmm. with collaborators and things. And then it just, again, took a life of its own. So, yeah. That's awesome. Um, well, I w- want to go back a little or a lot further. I don't know. Um, Cause <laughs> as we were talking about before we kind of got on here. So you grew up in Oklahoma. I'm in Oklahoma mm-hmm. there. I'm, I was going to say, there's not a lot of us. There are, there's plenty of us around, but you know, <laughs> um, but so you, how, when did you leave Oklahoma? I left Oklahoma when I was like 14 um, and moved to Columbia, South Carolina with my family my dad, he wanted to move somewhere that was kind of near his family in Southern Florida, but like not too close. <laughs> um, so we found like the medium to be uh, South Carolina. We already had friends here. Um, so yeah, we just moved. It was definitely like a lot different. I mean, the town I grew up in in Oklahoma was like tiny. I think we had three high schools, maybe. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's, and it's, yeah, Eisenhower, Lot High. MacArthur. Yeah. And it's like a military town. It's right? a I mean, military it? town. It's just like a yeah. bunch of people who are not from there. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. <laughs> but then like people stay. People stay. I mean, I still, we still have family friends who stayed and we were there for a very long time. My parents were there. I want to say they they were there maybe 15, 15, 20 years, something like that. Wow. So, I mean, it's, it's a peaceful place. Not much happening you know yeah yeah once you get outside of oklahoma city or tulsa it's pretty uh sparse pretty rural <laughs> you know but you know it's, i mean that's a lot of places though i guess yeah. like you get outside of the city it's yeah rural is rural in a way yeah but it's a beautiful <laughs> place i i go back whenever i can I, i've been going back since maybe 2019 but it's beautiful yeah well hopefully maybe somehow someday we will get you back here to play yeah i would love that that would be really cool um 
Well, okay, so that's a good segue since we're talking about the way back when. And let's talk about what is the first song that you remember. <laughs> okay, first song that I remember, I this was, oh, this is hard. <laughs> but I think it's Yolanda Adams' Open Arms. Um, because it, I think it was like the first track, I forget the name of the album. But it was the first track, and I remember it was always in the CD player in the car. So every time they turned the car on, it would be that song. I knew the and everything. And that's like as far back as I can remember, really. Yeah. And you said that you you weren't allowed to listen to secular music growing up, so. No. (laughs) No, they were like, no. (laughs) What do you have in your headphones? And I'd be like... Uh, <laughs> oh wow yeah so it was, was kind of intense you know it was kind of intense i used to my brother older brother and i we used to like sneak around and listen to secular music sometimes <laughs> and did you ever get caught not re- we didn't get caught i think they knew i probably they probably knew you know um yeah and i would sometimes i like play something out loud accidentally and be like oh no this is this is no this is my christian song <laughs> this is from the christian music we had a we had a um a network christian network that we used to watch like it was like a whole satellite like it was its own like dish network but this was called like sky angel network oh. and they had a christian music channel and uh so i would just be like oh no this was from the christian music channel like <laughs> Well, I mean, that was the thing. I mean, so a lot of, I mean, probably still now, I don't know, but I rem- a lot of, I remember it was like a lot of the Christian music, it sounded like a version of the secular music. So you could, you know, that's an easy, it's an easier sell than maybe. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Wow. Sky Angel Network. That's like a cool album title. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> um, I Yeah, this, I never, I. I'd never heard this, but Yolanda Williams, man, she can sing. So oh yeah, Yolanda Adams, yeah, she's incredible. She's incredible. I'm always, I always say, yeah, R&B is lucky that that she stayed in the in the gospel world because she would have, <laughs> she would have <laughs> taken over. Yeah, do you, yeah. I love Yolanda. Do you still, do you still, like, listen to that music? Like, oh, yeah. to I do. yeah, I do, I do, I love me some Yolanda Adams. I love. I still love a lot of um, gospel music. Honestly, awesome. I listen to it all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, well, from there, okay, so that's that's all the way back. But what kind of change in speed here? Uh, what is a song that makes you cry? And are you do you are you a cry like you a big crier? You know, I'm learning to be. Mm, I am learning. I like that <laughs> Sorry. Um, I think it's taken some time, but yeah, I, I right, right. I will say what the song, the song that makes me cry now is, and I will say it's the consequences of jealousy. It's like a Robert Glasper, Michelle, and Deja Cello. I never know if I'm saying her last. Yeah, I did a, I did like a. Re- view on i used to have a daily podcast where i did a review and i did her new album and i was just like i'm butchering this name i'm trying <laughs> but i yeah. love her 
love, love her. She is one of she's a big inspiration, like for Oh, I think she's like one of the greatest artists in she the is. West. She definitely is. I don't know. Yeah. Oh. But that song in particular is it's from I think Black Radio, the second one, I think. And it just I don't know, every time it just gets me. <laughs> this yeah, I it's um I feel like this is one of the most interesting pieces of music that was that's ever been written that sort of explores the like depths of jealousy. Yeah, and, like, exactly. The, and, exactly. Um, and it's just so like and, deeply, you just feel what she's saying. You know, she's like, you know, I offer you, you know, my devotion and all this, trying to make it easier for you. And then like this person is just not able. Yeah. 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 And it takes you, I mean, and it takes you on a journey because it starts out and you're thinking like, oh, wow, this is really one thing. And then it just gets, it's like, oh man, this is getting kind of dark and this is getting intense. Yeah. And, and then at the end, uh, she's like, when you learn, I'll be gone. Yeah. In this tone that's just like, I'm like, oof, I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. Yeah. Her music makes me feel in a very deep, no way so i'm very grateful for her yeah she's um, um her her record this year is um, speaking of some of my favorite records of 2023 Whew. yes yes she's i love her too i was i was really excited when i saw this on there it's like oh man I, anytime anytime i get a chance to talk about her i'm excited so <laughs> thank you <laughs> um well on the flip side of that what is the song that always puts you in a better mood Kitty cat, Beyonce. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. I love that song, Justice for Kitty Cat. I would love Beyonce to perform that. Beyonce does not. So, Beyonce. Oh, really? Please. <laughs> no. I didn't know she. Oh, yeah, no kidding. I love that song. I love that album, B Day. Yeah, it's a great album. I love, God, her vocal runs on this song. Every time I, I, I can totally see how this song puts you in a better mood because it's. When she just kind of go, it's just like, whoo, all right, life is okay. <laughs> She's like, no, I can't. It's just like it has a like groove, you know? And it's just like. Yeah. Yeah. She's so good. And that Pharrell production, I'm a sucker. Oh, for yeah. Pharrell production. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. You can't go wrong. Yeah. Well, I, I yeah. This is like the, one of the fun things about this is so when, you know, I get the list of songs and it's in whatever order. Mm -hmm. And then I start to try to figure, I'm like, what could this be for? What could this be for? And this was, I, this is, this is when I actually got right. So I'm, I never get them right, but this, cause I, and that was only because I put it on and it, I was kind of in a bad mood when I was <laughs> like going through and I put it on and I was just like, Oh, I can't be mad. You I, know, can't be mad. You know? I mean, Beyonce and the Neptunes, great, great combination. I know. Yeah. She needs to do this. Like, oh, I'm disappointed now. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I, I went to go see her, um, on this uh, Renaissance tour. And I was like, please, please. But, but no. she killed she, the show. Was incredible, but, you know, <laughs> you didn't miss it. Like you missed it, but you yeah, didn't miss it. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Well, here comes the, here comes the big question. Okay. What is objectively? <laughs> and I asked this, with you know tongue firmly in cheek but what is objectively the best song of all time so hard <laughs> i i you know 
Because there isn't one, like full disclosure. There's not one. I will tell you what today, how I feel. Today, I will say Sarita's I too am wanting. Mm. It's beautiful. I don't even have a lot of words for it. It's just like her voice. (sighs) Oh my gosh. I hadn't thought about this in in a while. And then... I just every time I listen to it, I'm just I feel like I'm just like enraptured by it. Okay. And just yeah. I mean it's it's even like the end where it's she does these like vocalizations that are just like these high pitches, but they're like stacks on top of it's I don't know. I mean Sarita is huh. out of this Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember when you first like first heard her music? question i don't know i feel like maybe i first i feel like i'm kind of new to sirena i think feel like i've i feel like maybe i heard it many years ago but didn't know it was her and then i mm. I, I was conscious of who she was in maybe like 2019 or something like that and i was like why don't we talk more about sirena so I, was, I was getting ready to say i feel like she's one of those artists that should be talked about you know, when people, I don't know, when people are talking about whoever, but you know, like, I, I don't, I don't even remember the last time I heard her come up in a conversation. Right. Right. And that seems wrong. Yeah. I mean, all the work she did with Stevie, Stevie Wonder, incredible. I mean, they are a great, wow. great duo. Dream team. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, I could, I could. I could listen to her sing anything, and I'm just I mean, be... her tone is just very unique. Like you know, it's Sarita when it comes on. Mm-hmm. She has a she has a way of being able to convey emotions that is just very like it's kind of like theatrical, um, but it's it's so good. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think that's a, I think that's a good way of putting it. I just yeah, I find it. Uh... I was really this. I ended up listening to the album a bunch of times in the last week because I was, I like I said, I hadn't thought about it in a minute. And I was just like, why haven't I thought about this? First of all, and second of all, let's fix that and just <laughs> listen to it on repeat. Yeah. Um. Well, I can't argue. I mean, yeah, I think that that is you. Could, that's you can easily make a case for that being like the greatest song of all time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, hey, if someone rolled up, I feel like who would be like this. Uh, like no one you know right yeah yeah and if somebody th- yeah if somebody's like oh no this isn't any good then <laughs> i don't i don't know i got questions um and concerns um well what is uh what is the song that you used to love but now you kind of find it a little bit cringeworthy <laughs> <laughs> okay a lion man on for your tons. <laughs> but I, they had me. They had me for a second. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> uh, you know, I was like, I was into it for like a minute, but then I was like, this is really corny. <laughs> so corny. But it's but it's catchy. It is. And it's like they're one of those bands and there's, I don't know, there's a lot of these bands around, but I always think of it. I think of them, you know, like, like I think of them as like fast food, how, you know, it's engineered right. to make you right. yeah. like addicted to it. Yeah, exactly. This is the music version of that. 
No, it literally is. Like, so really, honestly, it's not my fault, right? Right. No, I'm. Oh, I mean, full disclosure. They've there have been. They've got me a couple times too, and then. <laughs> It's the same thing. You kind of sit there and you're kind of like bopping along, humming along. And then you, yeah. Like if you, if you pay cl- too close, like close attention, you're like, really? <laughs> yeah. It's put all over time. the place too. So that, you know. Yeah. I think they were a band. Like, I feel like I heard, I heard them a million times before I realized they were, it was who it was because it was just everywhere. Yeah. And it's. And it's also really generic sounding. So I would have thought I probably, you know, it's like one of those things. It's like, was this five different bands that all kind of sound similar? Oh, no, it's just this one band. Yeah. 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 But, you know, they. Billions of streams, probably. So I guess they're somebody's somebody's doing something to get paid. I don't know who they are now, but God bless them. Yeah. Well. You're not the you're not the first person that they got, and you're not the last. So <laughs> <laughs> it happens. Well, okay. Kind of on the flip side of that, or sort of adjacent. What's a song that that most people, some group of people, I don't know how you what context you have for this, but people hate and but you love it, and you like unapologetically, you're like, nope, I love this. Hey, I just have to. I think it's gonna be Oh Hey by the Lumineers. Listen, that, they got me too. It's kind of this. It's kind of <laughs> yeah. Maybe I just have a thing for these like angsty folk. Like <laughs> I don't know, but it's it's kind of like fire snacks, It's kind of culty. You know what I mean? Like I'm. At- Ooh, <laughs> it is kind of culty. You know, actually, you say like that. These people around the bonfire, and you're just like. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And and even now, you know, we're in spooky season, so like at you could bring you know that bring that into it, and it's you could really get a vibe. No, the Lumineers got me with Cleopatra, so oh, um, I can't. I've heard that. Oh, it's. I think it's the Lumineers. Shoot, maybe I'm making that up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's. I get it. Like, and this was another song that it's funny. I'd heard this a whole bunch of times. I don't know that I actually knew what this song was until now like i'd heard it a million times it was the same kind of thing because oh, it's yeah. everywhere yeah the, I you. You you, yeah like i think it's on like, every fucking commercial yeah like every tiktok video every <laughs> which you know i mean good for them they're getting you know what? maybe what it is is that it also reminds me of like church music like I went to college. It was like this, like kind of like Christian college, and they they had like their contemporary music band. Like during, we had to go to this thing called chapel um, every Wednesday morning for classes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and um, the band they were like a bunch of kind of like hipster, like they kind of like dressed like these guys, kind of, and they kind of made me that sound like that. But I was like, I kind of dig it. Like if I'm gonna. If I'm gonna be in chapel, like at least it's not like, you know, at least it's kind of right. it's kind of interesting, you know. I think that's probably what what it is about that song for me. I can see that there does seem to be a sort of um, again, I, like yeah, I could music like this is it's a very easy crossover to if you're like doing a secular version versus right. maybe a, mm-hmm. it, um, and yeah, I don't know this. I'm like I said, but. Cleopatra, I've got to look that up. I'm like, maybe it's not the same band. I think it is. But 
and, and it was a thing like I heard it on a playlist or something. I was like, oh, this is really good. And then I was like, oh, I think this is whatever. You know, sometimes you just got to go for it and just live with it. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, there's worse things. Like worse there's things. way worse. Yeah. So oh, that's funny. Um, well, are you are you a romantic? I am discovering that. Yes, I am. Okay. I didn't always think that I was, but I am. Excellent. Yeah, I feel like yeah, I that, I've been there. I realized I don't know when it was, but I realized I did this. Somebody interviewed me for this, and I realized like, oh, I'm like really into like the doomed romance, thing. like a like Romeo and Juliet. But I mean, I say oh, that as somebody, I'm, okay. I've had a I've had a partner for like 20 years, and I have a stuff, so it's like not like I've lived that. But I think anyway. Yeah. I, getting I, off. I mean, that's here. why I like that kind of storyline. It is entertaining everybody kind of, right yeah yeah i get the appeal yeah um but to you for you what is the most romantic song uh, first time ever i saw your face by mm. black i think it's a cover technically but yeah it is i think yeah uh, it's a cover but it's one of the you know sometimes somebody covers a song and it's like oh it's their song now it's their it's that's roberta's song that's, <laughs> yeah yeah that song that it's so good. I mean, there's no, you know those songs that like there's nothing wrong with this song. Like I would never, mm-hmm. I wouldn't change anything. Like that's that song for me. It's it's first time ever I saw your face. It's just like from the production, from the everything, and like the way that she's conveying the lyrics. Yeah, I mean, it's just the tone, even like the way it's recorded, like the sound of the. Recording feels really soothing, and yeah, it's just a beautiful song. And I've always, it's just, I don't know, it it hits me. Mm-hmm. I feel like if somebody asks, it's like, what is it like to fall in love? It's like, listen to this song. Yeah, and this is what it's like. I mean, the <laughs> lyrics are incredible too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I was. It's funny because I knew it was a cover, but I never think of it as being a cover. Oh, either. Because it's like, I mean, it's it's her song. Like her, God, the performance of this. It is so, like you could have made, you can make a case that this is the greatest song of all time. <laughs> and I wouldn't argue. I mean, yeah, I was going to say, um, like, it's kind of like, <laughs> I was, I was going to say that one too. Yeah. <laughs> Someone named right, Ewan McCall. Ewan McCall. Yeah. Okay. I don't even know who that is. Yeah, I neither. It's a nineteen. It's a folk song written by a British political singer songwriter. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. For he wrote it for a woman who later became his wife. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. So it's coming from, yeah, that, we know that place that was come from. Although, at the time, the couple were lovers. Although he was still married to his second wife. Oh. Oh, well, all right, you win. <laughs> in the <extremes>. well, <laughs> I, he was feeling some kind of way. <laughs> oh, he was feeling, oh, oh, I'm so sorry for that. Why? Yeah. Well, this is Roberta's song now. So. Right, 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 right. <laughs> sorry. <you. laughs> yeah, no. Oh, I love this song. It's some of the greatest stuff ever. And her, yeah, her voice in it is just like so smooth, and there's like this effortlessness to it that. It, it's 
is not like it's like it's not effortless. It's yeah. Uh, but she makes it sound that way. Oh. Yeah, and I think that like adds something to the song because it's just such a sure like this person like the the lyrics feel like they're coming from a very sure place like there's no question you know and I think that her way of singing it kind of adds to that. Totally. Oh my gosh. Totally. Yeah. Great song. Uh, um. Okay. Well, what is a song that changed your perspective on an artist? And this is always interesting because I always think of this as like changed it in a good way, but on one of these, somebody did it the opposite way, which I was like, Oh, I never thought of that. That's really interesting. So I'm curious to see where you go with this. Um, well, I was going to say free by destiny's child. Um, but I was really specifically speaking to Michelle Williams, um, who sings the hook or the side, the, the bridge. Um, and I think like, I think like when I was younger, I was like, I like her voice, but I just don't understand. Like, I just don't understand her to like her in context of Destiny's Child. But when I heard that song, and then I think the what's the, I think the next song on the record uh, is also like lends itself to that. But it's like Michelle brings truth. She brings gospel she brings healing she brings like something that the other two can't necessarily bring to that group Mm -hmm. and in that song like she's just like she brings it home you know Mm. and yeah so i i really started to understand like why michelle was a part of that group um after hearing that song and i definitely was like okay let me put some respect on Michelle's name for real. Yeah. <laughs> that's really cool. I like that. Yeah. Do you do you have a favorite member of Destiny's Child? Can you pick? <laughs> you don't have to pick. <laughs> you can't do it. I can't do it. Yeah. I yeah, I don't know. I have it's like over the I guess maybe it was during the pandemic. I don't know. That, so my daughter's ten and we went through this phase where we were watching on YouTube clips of the voice Australia. Mm-hmm. And Kelly Rowland was a judge, which seems very random, but, um, but I kind of, she's so earnest. I loved it so much. And so like, I, uh, I don't know. I have like a special place in my heart for Kelly because of that experience, but I can't pick one. They're all great. They all, I mean, it was great. I want them to come back for Michelle. I think, cause I think like when I heard that particular track and then like the, I was like starting to see it. And then the next track I think is with love and like um she sings like the bridge on that as well and it's like she just kind of like she i don't know she her voice has a way of like punching through whatever wall you might have had the beginning of the song and the yeah whatever but by the time that bridge comes around best <laughs> you're gonna feel what what they talk about shell get on that mic okay <laughs> so, yeah yeah <laughs> oh that's great i really like that that's good. i'm gonna have to go back and like listen again and pay closer attention because i really like that um i think that's a really cool way to answer this question too to like hone in on a very something very specific like that i love it um well, what are your favorite lyrics whether it's the whole song like a single line from a song a verse i 
this is hard. Are you a big lyrics person? Because I know a lot of people like, like, I don't pay attention to lyrics. I can't understand lyrics. I'm a lyrics person. Um, yeah, I used to like, I used to like, when I was in like middle school, I used to just like write lyrics, like other people's like songs I really loved. I would just like write them off everywhere. Like if you look at math, sheet, or, like whatever, it would just be lyrics. Um, so I've always really loved lyrics. Um, but I find that the lyrics that really just are easy to understand are the ones that really just punch through and really mm-hmm. hit me and really mean and stick with me for a long time. And I, I don't know, this is such a hard question. <laughs> <laughs> but on today, I will say yeah. for the time in my life that I'm into, um, right now my favorite lyrics are from New York's song All is All is Full of Love. That is such a good song. Yeah. Oh my god. I feel like and I feel like she has some of the best like love songs ever. Yeah. Um like I think about this in like hyper ballad. Oh, but yeah, like Yeah. And anything on Best Routine. Oh my god. There's so many good Yeah. She's but I think the lyrics are so interesting on that because she's she's just like like she kind of talks like people you know people write about love people say things about love people are like oh love is everywhere um but then she's like she specifically is like you know maybe it's not coming from the source that you poured your love in and i was like oh, okay yeah like let's take it a step further and talk about that you know because yeah. maybe you're not able to to maybe you're not seeing maybe you're pouring in the wrong person or maybe you're not you know yeah yeah i just think that is such an important thing to think about too no that's is a oh that's a <laughs> yeah that hit i i know i've had i mean i've had experiences recently with with like friends where it was like, I, you know, I was putting all this stuff in and then it was like, but I'm getting it. That somebody like, why am I not focusing on this person who's actually putting their, you know, it's like, I know how it feels to be on that side of it of like, you're putting it all in and not getting it back. It's like, I don't want to be that person to yeah. somebody. And yeah. Yeah. That's great that this is the lyrics. My, my note on here is one of them. It says it's like the, about the so I have like there's this symbiosis with the sound of the song and the lyrics mm-hmm. that I feel like it just yeah amplifies every word she says mm-hmm. oh my gosh yeah this song's right. so good it does. yeah it's so so beautiful even the way she kind of like starts vocalizing towards the end oh my god well yeah when she starts doing the like all is full of love part and it's like going like all around and it just feels like this whole thing is like wrapping its arms around yeah, you. It is. Uh, I would I mean hell, that could have been one of my songs that make me cry too. But yeah. I know that's the yeah that I had when I was doing this, it was like, oh well, this song could go here or here or here. But uh, but then you know, you don't want to you wanna not waste an opportunity to talk about songs. So I was like, well, I gotta pick one place for it to go. <laughs> I'll pick something else. Um well, that's yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, what is what is the last song that you completely fell in love with? Um, I would say Kate Bush's uh, "Sensual World," the title mm-hmm. track. I think of, I think the album was called "Sensual World." Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I hadn't like I 
I've been slowly getting, working my way through Kate Bush's discography for like the past few years or so. Um, but that song, I was like, oh my goodness, this is, it just makes me yeah. move. And I love, I like the lyrics a lot. They, you can tell, I, well, one, I come from a theater background and I also love Peter pieces and like classic you know, literature to a degree I, I do enjoy. And mm-hmm. the lyrics feel like something like written out of like mm-hmm. a book, you know, which makes sense because I think she also was a person who really liked, um, yeah, yeah, like Emily Bronte and stuff like that. Um, and am I saying that? I never know if I say that, that name. I think that's right. Yeah. That's, how I, that's how I say it. it. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, not, not that I'm an expert, but... <laughs> <laughs> She that song I remember I just kept playing it over and over again. And the video, I really love the video a lot. The video is really cool. Yes. I I love that Kate Bush is just she just is. And she mm-hmm. I I've always like I looked at her and that's kind of part of my studies, is just like how what makes sense for me in terms of blending my love for theater and background in theater with what I do now. Yeah, I think Kate Bush does such a brilliant job of of doing that. And yeah. that shows in that video as well. Like, it's just it's stunning. And I love when people, like, don't, like, they vocalize and they're humming. I love humming in songs. And, like, she does, like, a mm, kind of thing mm-hmm. to the song and that repeats. And I love it every time. Like, every time I'm just like, yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is such a good. Song. I love. I, yeah, I love Kate Bush so much, and I, I always think she's like one of those artists that I just really admire because she's all, and I feel like I look up to, and it's, it's because of, as an example of like you just doing your thing, mm-hmm. and sticking to it, and it's like no, this is, and you know how she how she does everything, like it's like she, like writes it all, she owns it all, she her like her video like not that i know kate bush but like her videos and her performances it's like it feels just like this natural extension of who she is mm-hmm. and i think that's like such a powerful i do too thing. I, I really take inspiration from that and to think and i always think about that too how she's been doing you know I mean, she's been doing it for a long time since you know the 80s but as a woman in the 80s how much harder that i mean god to just stick with your stick to your gun and be like no i'm doing this how i'm gonna do that's yeah that's 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 a lot it's amazing yeah no, um, i listen back and i'm like i'm surprised this was accepted in this time i know people back at back they were like what is this like why is she singing like this you know <laughs> i know and she was just so much so far ahead of yeah yeah i know i was glad to see that she kind of got a moment like the whole like stranger things oh yeah it was weird and random but i love that she kind of got this moment of and again like she and i felt like she embraced it in this like she's like yeah cool like that's i love that other people are just um and it was just it's like man in certain situations just ask yourself what would kate bush do and you can probably (laughs) (laughs) well that's awesome so do you have is this do you have a favorite Kate Bush song? Would you say this is your favorite Kate Bush song? Do you have a... What's the song that's like... 
like that. Oh. Is that Cloud Busting? I think so. I don't know. I like that song a lot too. Yeah. Um, but I also really like Central World. Um, There's so many. Yeah, it's hard to pick. Yeah, it's hard to pick. That's definitely. Yeah. I think it's Cloud Cloud Bust. I don't know what. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Cloud Bust. Yeah. Cloud. Yeah. Bursting, busting. Yeah. 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 I don't. So good. That's so good. And the video. She has some really cool video. Yeah, she does. I, yeah, she's her whole body of work is just. I mean, it really is. Pretty unbelievable. Powers of Love is really good. I mean, it's just yeah, she is great. I know. Yeah, I. It'd be a lot harder to pick like a least favorite. Yeah, I have to <laughs> shout out Kia because she kind of put me on a Kate Bush, to be honest. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, oh, I get it. Yeah. 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 Um well what is the what is the best hype song? I'd say Knock If You Buck. <laughs> it's gonna get the girls every time. We're gonna be up up in arms. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's one of the songs like as soon as you hear like the first bar or not even like the first note, yep. you know what it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yep. I couldn't believe that uh, that Diamond was sixteen. Yeah, like I know, like that's unreal. How is she? I mean, it really is unreal. <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah, I mean, I have tapes of music uh, things I was doing when I was sixteen, and it's awful. <laughs> I can't even imagine. <laughs> like, I mean, I couldn't do this now, but I mean, still, it's just uh, oh my god, what a <laughs> yeah, it's such a good song. I mean, it's like everybody's gonna be high. Yeah. yeah yeah that's i love yeah I, I love a song where too like i said where it's like the first note everybody knows what it is and everybody's like oh yeah okay everybody knows. let's go everybody yeah. knows it's time yeah yeah this is like a perfect hype song i need to i need to i have a playlist of hype songs and i gotta make sure this is on there because now i'm thinking i don't know yeah i'm failing at life everybody not, but... especially like if you don't know about first like First two princess comes on. Oh. oh yeah, we're getting hype. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like one, like every verse. It's just like one after another. Just it really like is. It really is. Relentless. Yeah. Oh, good stuff. All right. Well, we're coming. We're coming down the home stretch here. We got the two big questions left. At least I think it was the two big questions. Other people may don't. But what is the, what's the song that means the most to you? And it's. Like not necessarily because of the song itself, but you associate with someone or something, yeah. or something like that. I would. Uh, it's me, myself, and I, Beyonce. I'm like very Beyonce down in this interview. But, uh, yeah, I'd say Beyonce, uh, me, myself, and I, because yeah, me, my older brother Michael, he he's like my best friend, and uh, I just remember when he started driving, I ride with him and. You put that song on and we like we sing it together and then like at the very end like the part where she's like doing all those back and forth runs like we would take turns mm-hmm. like ping ponging <laughs> like we would just like do oh, it amazing. together and that's just like one of my favorite and to this day we will do that we will we will put that oh, that's awesome yeah yeah so i love that how much older is he he's five years older than me yeah, he's five years older than me, so we, but we're really close. Yeah. Have 
has your family or your well your brother or your family like have they heard your record my brother had he's heard it yeah yeah he my brother a lot honestly this record is partially dedicated to him he is also a musician and he he kind of got me in the studio he was just like I, he he was doing it and i was going to be like oh, i want to do that studio <laughs> and he would take me and he'd be like well, why don't you sing on on one of my songs and you know he got me really he's the one who really pushed me like to record myself yeah wow so yeah he's heard he was the first person i wanted to hear the album and yeah i mean of course tears because uh-oh. He was like, you've come so far. You know, I wasn't awesome. producing before. And he's like, I can't believe you're producing now. And yeah, so that's my big brother. I love him. That's beautiful. I'm, that makes me emotional to think about it. <laughs> I, um, my, my daughter and I did, so she's 10. And I put together this performance as part of this weekend of art and music stuff that was going on here this weekend. And we did, there's a park in town that has this, sound maze it's called the sensory garden they have like all these instruments that are kind of installations in it and so there's one that is a it's like these tuned pieces of metal like on a wooden frame it's like they look like little symbols anyway i could put together this thing it was a couple people performing in the maze is open public and my daughter and i performed together and it was the first time she'd ever done it performed this score that i wrote Mm -hmm. and it was like took everything i had to keep it together because it was like the like and so like hearing this like talking about your brother it's those things are that's like everything that's the best stuff it really is like i have a so, best friend so. yeah it's awesome yeah. i love that i love that well it's going to be hard to it's going to be hard to top that now but <laughs> to follow that moment up but what is your favorite song nisi blues as of this moment, let's say. <laughs> this is, okay, my favorite song, it's been my favorite song since I first heard it when I was a kid, but it's this song by Terrilyn Ramsey called Unconditional Love. And it's a gospel song. And uh, I'll never forget trying to do those rhymes. <laughs> it's like, I just want to do one. It just, uh, it just let me you know. Um, but the vocalization, like the technique, Jenna Ramsey is an athlete. She's a vocal athlete. Um and also the music, the energy of the recording, because it's I I actually I never researched where it was recorded, but I'm guessing it was recorded during a church performance or something. because uh, mm. you can hear people in the background and then the, there's a choir behind her. And it, you could tell that she's singing with a mic, um, like a, a sort of mic singing, and it's a big space. So I'm guessing it's at a church or something. Um, but the lyrics also are really like the way she sings the lyrics too. It's kind of you kind of forget a little bit that she's talking about God and that it's like a Christian song, but it's like yeah, it's such an intimate like the lyrics are so intimate. Um, and the way she's singing, she kind of, she's able to like, she's got these different tones like throughout the song that she kind of flips into that have, it's always been so impressive to me. Um, 
that she was a- she's able to like play with her voice in that way. Um, so it's it's just it's one of my favorite songs, and it and the recording just keeps going, and it, it has to like fade out, and I'm always like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little more, just a little more. <laughs> what else she does, you know? Uh, yeah, I love that song. Yeah, I never, like, I had never heard this, and I, I really like what you're saying. Like, you do forget that this is, like, you can forget that this is like a gospel song. Yeah. Because it's, there's this universalness to what she's saying. And then, yeah, I mean, her performance is, I was, I was listening to this and I was, doing something else and i just had to stop yeah. and i'm just like okay this is it kind of comes like is, it's just like she starts a song and it's like you're like okay you got this and then she's like and then it keeps going she's like and she just starts like, <laughs> going off and i'm like and it's, it's like someone like, flipped a switch yeah, it's like someone flipped a switch and all of a sudden it was like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, lights came on. Yeah. And then she brings it back down. And mm-hmm. she's just, it's just, there's this longing in her voice. And like also, but like a feeling of like wholeness that she's singing about, she's experiencing. I don't know. It's just, oof. there's some, there's something really. I don't know. I don't feel like I this gets talked about now, but there's something really amazing to me. And I think this is like one of those things that's so hard to do, but when people do it well, you have to just kind of appreciate, but like she takes you on a journey, like with like how it starts and to be able to do that. And, and I love hearing it, you know, in different context, like, so in the context of like, I, I haven't listened to a lot of gospel music. So like I said, I didn't really grow up in the church, but, and I mean, I sort of, did ish anyway um but like for me you know this is something new to me and it just i i got so much out of the song like that i didn't expect and it's because of how she is able to convey like this sort of spirit or whatever it is you know whatever it is whether whatever you believe in like it'll uh yeah it's unbelievable Mm -hmm. unbelievable yeah it's felt regardless of whatever whatever what you believe you know yeah yeah and that's you know you were saying that earlier about you know, like r&b world's probably good you know he's like i think people forget like and I, i'm including that the the unbelievable talent that exists in these other worlds that we maybe like a lot of us not 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 talking about you but like me like don't we don't know about and yeah. like you know can get overlooked and it's uh, and so when I hear something like this, it's like, there's, even if this is like not my world or whatever, there is something for me in this world that it, that can be meaningful to me. And I think that is something that people should remember. Yeah. Myself included. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. So. Yeah. Listen to other shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Words to live by. Um, well, this was an, absolute freaking delight i'm had so much fun doing this is so let's we gotta plug your album it is out i don't remember it's out well i don't okay so this may come out yeah after the album's out i'm not 100 sure but by the time you hear this it'll either be coming out or be out and you need to listen to it because it is so good are you are you doing any touring or anything we're in the works we're figuring okay i'll be out and about 
probably I'll do some stuff probably in November, but then um, more stuff probably top of the year kind of situation. Okay. Well, awesome. I will be on the lookout. And if you get anywhere close to here, I will try to come out. And then someday you need to have, you need to have your big return to Oklahoma concert. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta help me hook up the, the Oklahoma venues or something. Get, get something going. Okay. <laughs> we'll stay in touch. I, uh, yeah, we will stay in touch about that for sure. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you. I had a good time. Once again, a million thanks to Nisi Blues for just diving in and doing this and, you know, trusting me in this process and all of that. I think it was, oh, I think it was so much fun. Please check out Exit Simulation. Like I said, it is out November 10th, which may be after, it may already be out when you hear this, um, on Cranky, available on, you know, Bandcamp, everywhere you can stream it, all those things. Pick up a copy. It's on uh, CD and vinyl. It's just so good. Oh, my God. I love it so much. <laughs> um, anyway, that is it for this episode. As always, if you enjoy these and want a little bit more of each episode, more conversation, more questions, join the Foxy Digitalis Patreon, patreon.com slash Foxy Digitalis. You get that. You get these episodes early. Plus, you get a whole bunch of other cool stuff. I think it's well worth it, and it really supports the cause and keeps this work going. Um, otherwise, you can holler at me wherever, um, you know, Blue Sky, Twitter, Instagram, all those places. Send me an email. Send me a voicemail. Oh, and don't forget to click on the playlist link in the show notes, and you can hear all of Nisi's picks. And I think you'll have a pretty damn good time. God, there's some great songs in there. So anyway, thank you all for listening. Until next time, keep on listening to whatever the hell you want. <laughs>